Hi, welcome to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I am Ricky. I'm Sean. And we're live. We're we're sitting here. We're both holding this, you know, local hall, local hall, bundles of joy, new new children that have come home from we, the Arkansas Comic Con in Little Rock, Arkansas, at the State House Convention Center, which was packed, packed. packed. Did you see the line when we were leaving? We were leaving at two. And the line was well over an hour. It was longer long. than when we got in it yeah. at ten. And, and it took us almost forty-five minutes to get in. I would we, say it's a success. We were we were there before the doors opened, and it took us forty-five minutes to get in. Those that are there now are at least waiting still an hour, an hour. <laughs> They're at still least there. To get through there. Yeah, yeah, definitely a success. It was packed with. Dude, this might be the most vendors, might be the most amount of personalities that we've had at a con. I'm trying to think if anything had more. Probably, uh, well, SpaCon and and uh, uh, Comic Conway are pretty big. Comic Conway is huge. Um, I haven't been to SpaCon, so I can't speak for that personally. You're right, Comic Conway could be big, but for a Little Rock event. I, do you get the feeling that because River City took the year off, everybody, everybody jumped on Arkansas Comic Con? I, I believe so. There was a lot of lot of familiar faces in the booths. Uh, ran into people that we know. Ran into Joe and uh, Jason, the guy from Pleasant Plains. That's awesome. They were together. My friend Nick was there. Yeah. I mean, we, we had tons of people. Let, let's just get the big one out of the way. I got to meet Bam Margera. I am super stoked. That fulfilled a bucket list moment. I, the influence that man had had on my life, being stupid, being silly, it, it was. It wasn't much more. Rick and my friend Nick were there. They were quick. They took pictures and video. It, it was awesome because there was a little discombobulation, and they were like, "Who's getting the pictures?" And we were all like, "Snap, snap, 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 snap!" Taking pictures of Bam like crazy. It was awesome. Now I don't know if Bam will remember it, but I know you will. <laughs> yeah, Bam. Uh, Bam. Bam. He Bam. may not remember. He's fine. He was fine. It was great meeting him. Yeah, yeah, it was great meeting him. He had a good time. Uh man, so many people. Um, uh, Jason David Frank. Yeah. Right? He he wasn't there yet, but did you see his booth? He had it was already. He oh, was yeah. coming in at four, and he was going to be there till the last person left. He said, "That's awesome." I, I'm just excited about this. We do we want to just jump yeah, in? Yeah, we're gonna do local hall. We're gonna we're gonna move it from the front to the back, to the back to the front. We're gonna flip the script. Let's do it. Sean was super excited. For his local hall, so yeah, yeah. Let's, let's I, knock um, this out. I picked up some DC bombshell uh, with Harley and Poison Ivy on there. That is for my wife. Uh, which pick- it's a which is a neat cover because it's a homage to a playing card. Of course, Harley being, you know, with the Joker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I picked up an official Marvel Universe uh, Master Edition. Which I thought would be a comic to be informative, to tell me what all's going on. And Rick told me I need to open it because it's not what I think it is. No, the uh, one of the things I love, of course, everybody knows this, what I love about the Marvel Universe is their official handbooks they released starting in the late, early 80s. And uh, uh, the Deluxe Edition, the uh, Update 89, well in the 90s. 
they broke with tradition. This wasn't a comic. It was loose leaf packets that you bought official binders to put them in. And uh, they just, instead of you buying a new series of books, would buy a new updated loose leaf of who they've introduced or or whatever. That's awesome. I had like about eight or ten of them. I'm excited to go through this and see who all is in here. Um, Also picked up a Marvel team-up number 20 with Spider-Man and Black Panther. I freaking love this cover. That's a great cover. Dude, that's such a great cover. Um... I'm a little bit late to the game, but I got Flash 22 with the uh, lenticular lenticular cover with uh, all the Flash. Man, that is awesome cover. Now this is the this is the part of the uh, the Watchmen yes. introduction yes. into the yeah 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 yeah. I've got this story digitally. It's my first digital comics that yeah. I, I followed. Are you, are you was it? is it awesome? Um, the introduction. I, I did the whole thing. I did this whole storyline. Yeah. Uh, where Batman finds the the right. the, the thing. Now that starts. Him, in, is that start in All Star Batman number one? Is that the reboot? Like when when New Fifty Two? No. no, I have I have. Oh, the okay. I, I'm not sure about that. I, I was talking about this series. This comes from where Batman and the Flash. Yeah. Trying to figure out the but, reverse but Flash is dead, the, and they I go the, to yeah. The very first picture where he where he finds the comedian's button button i possibly. think that's yeah. in one of the new number ones of this uh new push that dc's doing let's uh also got uh um, i'm so excited for that the the set one through four of marvels uh i had not read this i uh i got a great deal on it and because i got a great deal on it i was picked up one through four of marvels but I also got X-Men number 35. Better condition than mine. This is a beautiful cover. Uh, this is one of those, this is hang on the wall kind of yes. thing. Uh, first time Spider-Man meets the X-Men. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I got a great deal on that. And also, wrapping up, I got a first edition, beautiful, beautiful cover of Batman the Killing Joke. Yeah, I've got that in a, in a re-released hardcover, and... Uh, you know that's that's one of those groundbreaking stories that y- you should just read uh, blind. Uh, just it, it, when somebody says, "Hey, how do I get into comics?" or or you know, what what should I read? This should be one of the things you hand them. Yeah, the killing joke. Yeah, absolutely. Rick, what'd you get? Oh, I I did some personal catching up. Just small things. Nothing nothing huge. Uh, I'm almost finished with my run of champions. I got champions number sixteen. A couple of older Iron Man comics featuring Bob Layton. Uh, oh, so I did find three Marvel team ups, which is the Spider Man and you know comic uh, Spider Man the Hulk, Spider Man Hulk, Spider Man Captain Britain. These are important to me because they're all John Byrne. Oh, John Byrne. <laughs> Who's that guy? But uh, this, the Marvel team up sixty five, is first appearance of Captain Britain in the. American Marvel Universe. Now, of course, he was character introduced in Marvel UK, but this was right. his earliest uh, appearance in the U.S. That's awesome. Um, I, I'm closer to completing some of my official Handbook of the Marvel Universe run. I got number 11 of the original series and number 1 of the Update 89 series. And then, uh, I'm really happy about this. I got Marvel... Not even, Marvel Comics Group. It, it, the title of the uh, comic is Supervillain Team-Up. I got number one, and it's a beautiful, beautiful cover. Number eight, number ten, and number seventeen. 
And then uh, finally, after very long last, I'm almost done with my Transformers run. I got a, a good price on the original Transformers one uh, miniseries, one of four, number one, which was the weirdest thing because they continued with five and six right. and seven. And on, on, on to I'm number really 80. Surprised you don't have that. Like when I seen you I'd, buying that number one, I was like, really? I've oh. never owned it. I, I I actually I've got a 25th anniversary Optimus Prime that has a reprint of this in there. Yeah. But I've never pulled it out of there, and it's just one of those things that have always been. You know, I have an IDW expensive. reprint of that that I bought for you that's somewhere in one of these boxes right here. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and it, it's it's in beautiful condition, and now I'm I'm only missing one more. I've got some I want to rebuy because they're not in great condition. But uh, I'm only missing one of the original Marvel run. And then I also picked up uh, Transformers G2 number four, which I did not have. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a really good show. Uh, didn't spend a lot of money doing it, which is always good. Yeah. Really excited. It was a great show. Saw a lot of a lot of craft things in, in the nerd and geek community were there. Uh, a huge, huge booth of cosplay weapons and, and stuff like steampunk and that kind of thing. Oh, I know. I know. I almost bought some stuff. There was that whole um, section of modded Nerf guns, <laughs> and I, I spoke to the guy about that. He had they, those Nerf guns uh, are torn down, and they respring them. Mm-hmm, they put the industrial springs in them. Yeah, and, and he said on some of them they rebore them. Oh yeah, everything. yeah. Some of those because I've looked at this before. Some of them. They completely redo the inside chambers because the plastic cannot stand the, the force pressure. of the spring they put yeah. in there. Yeah. So they have to go actually and sometimes put metal parts to replace or 3D printed new parts to replace the plastic. Yeah, it, they were uh, they they were pricey. Yeah, they, they were pricey. But but I can totally see why they were pricey. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, since we're doing this thing backwards this week. Um, at the at the end of last week, I believe, uh, around Tuesday or so, you know, Brie Larson tweets <coughs> Entertainment Weekly, "Hey, let's break the internet tomorrow at noon," and and all of us go to our wildest expectations and believe. We're, we're, no, sir, I will stop you there. Breaking the internet, I don't think it's unreasonable expectation to say that means we're getting a trailer. That is, that a is trailer. completely reasonable well, oh, oh, reasonable th- expectation for somebody yes, saying, yes, yes. we're going to break this mother internet down. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's really what I thought Brie Larson was saying. Only the next day, um, we got ten stills. <laughs> ten stills. Thanks, Brie Larson. Um, you're, you're not really... Dude, the, do you see some of the tweets she got back? He was like, somebody tweeted her back, and he was like, you gave us these 10 stills. Here's the 10 that the paparazzi gave us for free a month ago that are better, and all this, don't go tweeting. You're going to break the well, internet. Well, to, be fair, give us to be fair, I guarantee that wasn't Brie Larson. That was Brie Larson's publicist, or that was... Marvel going, hey, can y'all do this for the announcement thing? It, this was all scripted by people that probably aren't just Brie Larson. But but still, if you're going to say you're going to break the internet at a certain time, trailer. it better be a trailer. 
It better be a trailer. I'm extremely disappointed but it was on, not a trailer. on that note, I did see that it's possible we are still getting a trailer this month, specifically September 18th, uh, because somebody did some digging and found that the uh, anniversary of the Air Force being founded is September yeah. 18th. Yes. So yes, I know she this. is a... I know, I know you know this. I know. They These people may not know this. They don't know this. Trust yes. me. I, I know I that. know you know that. I have to know the Air Force's <laughs> birthday, the full Air Force song. We, we, we got that. We're good. We're awesome. Uh, what's next? Well, let me ask you that. As a member of the Air Force, how do you feel about uh, Carol Danvers being... That's uh, awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm, dude, as long as... Listen. The, the, the biggest thing, and I think it goes with any branch, is... When you're watching your representation of who you are on the big screen, you want that uniform to be as correct as possible. I remember I was going through tech school uh, when Terminator 3 came out. And let me tell you, when, when you're still in training, your uniform looks amazing every day because you are getting looked at hardcore every single day. And I remember a bunch of us were like, yeah, let's go watch Terminator 3. And she's walking through in her blues uniform, and she, we're like, look at her. Her shirt's not tucked properly. She doesn't have it bloused properly. This is done wrong. These are out of order. That is done wrong. My God, what is wrong with her shoes? Like, there were so many things. We were just catching little things. All these random people and we're like, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. The only good thing is we know... That Captain Marvel has been filmed on an Air Force base. Oh yeah, yeah. So we're I'm and hope- she flew. She was trained by one of the. Yeah, one of the the. Uh, well, she was trained Not- by an uh, a Red Arrow. Okay, got gotcha. it, it. It was one of the Red Arrows that had passed away. Yeah, he, he's recently passed away. So yeah, she was her trainer has. Past. So what you're saying, what you're telling me is you're a huge Michael Bay fan. That's what you're telling because he he loves he loves the military in his movies. Loves it. No. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Well, moving on. Hey, I wanted to ask a question, Sean. Did you did you learn anything from Rogue One whenever it came out? Because I learned something the other day. <laughs> like like a life lesson. <laughs> Or like Elmo's teaching. No, to do no. Something. I mean, Rogue One was a movie that that set out to do some things, and I think it, it pulled off some very well. But it may have pulled off one that I didn't even realize. So, we all know that Rogue One, uh, the premise of Rogue One is filling kind of a hole that's always been in in the Star Wars community. It was like, oh, you you drop a bomb in the hole, and the whole thing goes. So, yeah. and, and they set up a very well told, well, and, and a now- very nice movie. Uh, you know, telling that story of why and everything like that. Yes. All right. Uh, I get it. Okay. So, so, you're, so you're saying, you know, we're always like, oh, why did they build this huge, amazing, death-killing machine and it was easily destroyed by yes. a, a single bomb yeah, dropped yeah, yeah. in the right hole? So they, they accomplished that mission on that, and there was a few other things. But, Sean, did you glean anything else kind of uh, from that movie about... You know, things in the past that we we had questions about, but kind of dismissed as a fan community. Go yeah. on. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know how... Maybe that stormtroopers can't hit the broadside of a barn? Yes. Did you, did you catch... There's a theory... Yes. That this movie taught us why that was happening. Because it can't see? 
No. I don't know what what what's, uh, what did I miss in the movie. So the movie sets up, and I, and I watched this on YouTube, and I cannot remember the name of the person, and I I never thought about it. We've never discussed it, so I don't know if you've thought about it, and I hadn't heard it anywhere else. I mean, how long's Rogue One been out? Yeah, but they were proposing that they tried to explain away why stormtroopers can't seem to hit the protagonist of the Star Wars movies. Okay. Well, Cherwit and uh, Baze are not Jedi, but they are priests of the... the Force. Yeah. Yeah. And one with the Force and the Force is with me. Yes. During the movie, the first part of the movie, it sets up these amazing death troopers this guy has who are crack shots and everything. Yeah. And people are hitting, you know, people are going down left and right. Yeah. Well, whenever somebody invokes the Force... Or as a force user, suddenly these stormtroopers can't don't seem to be able to hit them. So they're saying that the force influences the troopers to miss. That some that because somebody who is force sensitive has a natural kind um, of way of disturbing accuracy and that kind of thing against them. Yeah. Which is kind of brilliant. I mean, in in a way. I mean, it's kind of. I could see it, uh, I guess. Okay, but I mean, if you think about it the right way, you know, just these two normal people who were weren't force sensitive, but were, you know, Pupils knew the how force. the force yeah. works and studied it, were able to kind of harness this effect. They both did. First, Sherwood did. Yeah. And of course, the only way he was injured was they shot something else that wasn't him, and it of course exploded and and, and injured him. And then when Bayes did the same thing, it was kind of mostly effective. They only got close or or a shot in the shoulder, something like that. Yeah. Um, they what they said was this. What this uh, uh, implies is that people who can use the force are actually kind of have a natural defense. Where shot, where it just it it doesn't. <laughs> it's not really accurate around them. Like you only see like Leia get shot in the shoulder in. Um, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And uh, only lightsaber battle, you know, is kind of accurate. I just thought it was really neat, and I'd never thought of it. That's a strange uh, idea. If you, if you re- re-watch that movie sometime, it kind of it plays that way. And it's like, oh, how did I miss that? That is, that's, I'm going to go through and I'm going to re-watch it, and I'm going to have that in mind and see see if it makes sense. That sounds fun. Yeah, it was really neat. And plus, I think Rogue One's a great movie. And I think Solo is a great movie. Oh man, look at that. You blew the speakers out right there. Um, we also got a new Halloween trailer. Yeah, how did you like that? I loved it. Yeah. I'm down for it, man. Listen, Mike Myers is Mike, Mike, Mike yeah. Myers yeah. is he yeah. on Saturday Night Live? A, we're, he, no, no, no. He's on a <laughs> we're on a friend's base. Michael Myers. Michael Myers. It's not Fred Krueger, it's Freddy Krueger. No, it's Fred. What up? It's not Jason V, it's Jason Voorhees. Yeah, he's just... JV. He's the old... Call him JV. What up, (laughs) J-Dog? You're like, what up, J-Dog? You got that machete handy? No, I'm excited for this. I I think it's going to be fun. Like, why can't we just have... This is... Now, if I, I understand this correct, they are... Like, they're throwing out a bunch of the movies. It, it's three, one and two. One and two are all that's real. One and two okay. is all. Gotcha. If, if, if you want to get caught up before you watch this movie and want to know what they're thinking, watch Halloween 1 and Halloween 2 and then go see this. 
Yeah, don't. Well, I mean, you can watch Halloween three because it doesn't have a, it doesn't have anything to do with the story anyway. No, but. no. Yeah, and, and and I liked H two O. I thought it was funny, which had Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, which Jamie Lee Curtis, but doesn't isn't real. <sighs> just, just, just let's just. Hey, hey. This is more confusing than a crisis from DC. They. Uh, yeah, that's true. But I, I'm looking forward to this. I I cannot wait to go see some. You know, some some good old uh, hack and slash murder, murderings going on with Michael Myers. It looks fun. Mm. I, I'm fun to see. It'll be because it looks like Jamie Lee Curtis has spent her entire life preparing for this moment. So, how did you feel about the Rob Zombie Halloween? Oh, I'm I'm fine with that. Anything with Rob Zombie, anything that Rob Zombie touches is amazing to me. Uh, Thirty one was a little. Meh. A little bit. Well, 31 was basically running man with clowns. <laughs> I mean, it really was. 31 was running man with clowns and <laughs> and like mutant rednecks. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> that but, just that strikes me very. I just see Arnold Schwarzenegger dressed up like Bozo. <laughs> or, or getting chased by it. No. <laughs> Get to the chopper. It's coming. Him with the kid's hand. But oh, it'll be I, I'm I think it'll be awesome. I I like the Rob Zombie versions. I like Rob Zombie versions of almost anything. It, it's good stuff. I'm, I'm excited for From Hell. The the third the it'll be the third oh, movie no. in the. He's not making a sequel to the sequel of that House of a Thousand Corpses. Listen, listen. There's a lot of other people. Other Devil's than you. Rejects. There's going to be a trilogy box set, isn't there? Yeah, and I'll buy uh, it. How do you not like those movies? They're incredible. All of them are incredible. Dr. Satan! You're, you're ridiculous. Ridiculous. Ridiculous, I tell you. What else do we have? Oh, anyway, for a hot minute, there was a rumor that Michael Bay, Ryan Reynolds, and James Franco were doing a Thundercats movie for Netflix. <laughs> what? The- it was. I put it up and it was like debunked like ten minutes later. I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, that makes a lot more Hold sense." On. Let me let me check the date on my computer. Nope, not April first. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's just terrible. That's terrible. Yeah, it was on a couple of sites for a hot minute, and then and then they were like, "Oh, wait, wait, wait. We checked on this. This isn't well, right." <laughs> well, because because I'm sitting here looking at the notes and I see the name Reynolds on there. How can we do this podcast without wishing our best respects to the bandit himself? We lost Burt Reynolds. So, yeah. I mean, that's big for me. I love Burt Reynolds. Yeah, I mean, but... I love the bandit. You know, Burt Reynolds is is the name of our... is my youth. Not so much... You know, not so much relevance beyond... 18. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's had, like, uh, his his appearance in The Longest Yard was, you know, nice to see. Yeah. Uh, what was he? He was in, like, Striptease or something. No, no, no. He was in um, the Mark Wahlberg. Oh, my goodness. About porn. Why can't we think of it? It's got Heather, oh, Heather okay. Graham. It's got Heather Graham and... Where Mark Wahlberg sings the song from the Transformers movie. You got the touch. Anyway, yeah, he was in that. He's, I don't know. 
I, I, I'm gonna be sad. I can feel it squishing in my boots. I'm gonna be. But yeah, the bandit. You the know, bandit. Uh, Gator. Um, you know those those movies. My dad really liked, and then Smokey and the Bandit. <sighs> you I know, loved it. I loved. I loved Jackie Gleason. You know what's funny about that movie? And I did too. I, I had this weird thing where I, was, I watched Jackie Gleason on the Honeymooners. Yeah. Channel 16. That's one of the things they would they would play right. when they were they were a new station. So I mean, I really love Jackie Gleason. He, he, you know, the the Flintstones. Fred Flintstone was based on him. Right. So I kind of had this affection for him. And when this movie came out, really loved this movie. And of course, I got the TV version. And uh, Burt Reynolds was charming as as you know any leading man in Hollywood. Loved Jerry Reed, the truck driver. Jerry Reed. It was that. So I mean, you got to have, and it's one of those weird movies. It's a place in time. I mean, like the whole premise of the movie cannot happen today because it was like. Trying to ship Budweiser over the Mississippi, which you couldn't do because it was illegal at the time. Yeah. Weird, weird laws were in effect. But, uh, you know, why, run old bandit run. Um, but I watched that movie uh, probably like th- four or five years ago. And I'd watched it with adult eyes. Yeah. And realized, oh my God, Sally Field was a smoke show in this movie. How did I miss that? Yeah, she well, the last amazing. time I watched it, I was probably like eight. Uh, my goodness, dude! I probably watched Smoking the Bandit once every couple of years. I oh really my did. gosh! Um, but what else did I watch this weekend or, or this past week? Was Michelle and I watched Summer of '84? Yeah, how was that? Awesome. Um, really, really well written. Um, straight up. Got that '80s vibe going on. Straight up, got that Stranger Things. You know, the 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 feel is Stranger Things, but the writing is very adult. This is now. This is this is a show where a group of kids think uh, the the cop next door is a murderer. Yes. is that right? Yeah, yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah. You kind of get a uh, rear window mm-hmm. uh, type vibe from it, and you're like, is this guy? You know. The whole time you're like, oh, is my it their God. imagination? Are is they? This guy, are, did yeah. they stumbled onto something? Yeah. Are Are these kids being stupid kids, or have they really discovered something? Is and, the Is the dog in the hippie really smoking weed in the back of the van? Yeah. Oh wait, that's the wrong. You, I, I highly suggest Summer of '84. You can get it pretty much rent it on anything um out there. We got it. I had a a, a coupon from Google Play. And it was fifty percent off a rental, and so we watched it for a dollar seventy-five. Nice, and it was perfect, beautiful HD. Definitely recommend seeing Summer of '84. Great movie. Um, Black Panthers on Netflix. Black Panther is on Netflix. <laughs> My son was watching it this morning but, before I left. Listen, listen. What else? I I want Rick to get caught up on Castle Rock. Castle Rock, people. If you listen to Castle Rock, please hit me up on Vero because uh, we can have a some uh, discussion, and then and then Ricky can get caught up, and then we'll have a big discussion because I believe next week is the season finale. 
Next week, I believe, is the season finale for Castle Rock. So. Yes, and if you if you do feel like saying something, you can email notsosoutherngentleman at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, notsosoutherngentleman at gmail.com. Would that be the email address? Yeah, it's notsosoutherngentleman at gmail.com. I mean, has somebody said anything to you about it? I don't know, but if, if somebody named Stevie is listening <laughs> and feels the need to email us at notsosoutherngentleman at gmail.com. That would be amazing. We would love to get an email at notsosoutherngentleman at gmail.com. Do you need a drink? <laughs> no, I'm okay right now. Um, uh, at Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. Uh, yeah, find me at on most active on Vero. Sean Thomas, uh, a little more active on Twitter right now, at Maynard98. I search not so southern gentlemen on Facebook. We're both verified on Vero. Hit yeah, us up. Hit us up on that Facebook. We we really need some action there. I love it on the only thing I hate about Facebook, and maybe you can teach me this, is when you post something and somebody replies and then I go to reply, I can only reply as not so southern gentlemen. I cannot figure out how to reply as me because you are you are there a, should be a little arrow in the corner. No, it lets I don't me have it. it lets I, me interchange. I don't, I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't, I don't know. know what. I'll, we'll I figure know. it out. We'll figure it out. I know. Hey, but we enjoyed today. It was an amazing time at Arkansas Comic Con. Uh, we thank you so much for listening. We hope you're all having a great day and a great week for Not So Southern Gentlemen. I'm Sean. And I want to say one more thing, Ricky. Um, <laughs> next week. I want some con stories. Your crazy con stories. We're going to talk con stories next week. And I want them to be your con stories. So let us know. Sweet. Crazy things that happen at a convention. Your best experience oh. at a convention. I, hey, or we, your favorite Ricky, favorite experience at yeah, a convention. Yeah, Ricky and I can talk about a shared con experience. My first ever con experience. Nice. We will talk about that. That is a great idea. For Not-So-Southern Gentlemen, I am Ricky. And now we're doing this again because I'm Sean. Y'all have a good one. Bye.